0: Welcome to this week's episode of 13th Floor Patreon Exclusive. I am Cece.
1: I am Alex.
2: I am James.
0: I almost <laughs> said welcome to this week's episode of Monsters vs. Men.
2: <laughs> Legit.
0: I, I'm usually like halfway asleep on the couch when Alex records those, James. Uh, so it's like, I feel like it's it's been ingrained in my brain since we took our hiatus. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: I got you. James,
1: yeah. you sound quiet. Have you decided to, I don't know, be more more of a soft-spoken individual?
2: Uh, <clears throat> I may have leaned a little further away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, he sounds
0: like he sounds audio the quality distance. is
1: good, but he just uh, sounds like he's like maybe he going to start ASMR videos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> James? Do you like your
2: haircut? Clip, clip. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I could see James doing an ASMR that is like feeding his spiders.
2: Oh. Like, you know. The, the, uh, unironically, there are people who do ASMR uh spider giving them water vids.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. good for them. Good for <laughs> them. Jeez. Um, James, how you been? Been
2: good. How about yes? you
0: guys? Oh, we've been good. We've just been uh been hanging out. Mm.
2: Speaking of spider stuff, um, anybody yeah. who wants a baby T wagons, knock on wood, I will have some in the near future. So hit me up for Spice Babies.
0: Oh my gosh, Spice. Uh, okay, okay, James. Spice had babies.
2: Mm, sort of. Spice is a mature male, and I gave him to somebody with a female.
0: That was right. That was yeah. right. I couldn't remember if Spice was the male or Pumpkin.
2: Was uh, yeah, the Pumpkin's male. a girl.
0: And you still have pumpkin, right? Yep. So pumpkin's just like chilling at home. She's That's chilling right. like a villain. Yep. Man, <laughs> well, I am excited that you'll have babies, but come God with. bless Spice's heart.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: Has he? Have you heard about him yet? Like, yeah, has actually,
2: he- he's still alive and oh. he's still uh, fulfilling his natural purpose. So he's having a great time. <laughs>
0: he's he's living <laughs> his best life right now. <laughs> All right, well, way to go, Spice James. We mm-hmm. haven't done this in a while. I hope you're prepared. Are you ready for a uh, James explains it? Uh,
2: I'm never prepared. That's that's the whole shtick.
0: <laughs> I know that's part of the part of the beauty. And yeah. I believe we are releasing this episode on a regular feed, just as like a little taste of Hey, guys, this is what the thirteenth floor Patreon is kind of like. Ah. So this is the whole premise of this particular type of Patreon episode is that I, Alex, and James, we come together. And I (laughs) or Alex have thought of a question that we want to ask James. James has not been prompted. He has no idea what we're about to ask him. And then he just talks about it. And -hmm. it's amazing because he just pulls stuff right out of that head of his and we're just like, okay. James (laughs) knows it all. Right, Alex? That's right. So... James, this topic that I've got today, I've been thinking about this for a while and I kind of had a conversation with somebody else about this, but I was like, I need to get James's thoughts because he's a little less biased. But my amazing acupuncturist, if any, yeah, anybody doesn't know, I am a big proponent for acupuncture. It has helped me in so many ways. I know that some people are terrified of needles, but it doesn't hurt and it's just like, it's beautiful. It's the best thing that I think I've done in a long time. So I was in an acupuncture session recently and I'm just lying there and I'm thinking Mm. this is, you know, an ancient form of medicine, right? Yeah. How in the world did people find out years ago? Um, Okay. I'm going to put this little needle in my foot and then it is going to help my liver. Like, How in the world did all of that come together? And so, James, I want to ask you, can you share a little bit about that with us?
2: Sure. Um, Well, before I go any deeper into it, I will say that technically, and I'm not, this is not a skeptical take on it, technically, acupuncture is a pseudoscience. Now, that doesn't mean that it doesn't work it means that it doesn't fall in line with the scientific method. Well, therapy doesn't fall in line with the scientific method, but we still treat it like it's a science. So just wanted to get that out of the way because this is not going to be one of those things where I'm like, well, scientifically, it makes perfect sense because X and Y. No, it's technically, it does not fall in line uh, very well with uh, the scientific method. No. Now, there's still been... So there's been a lot of studies of how it works and why it works, but the origins come from Taoism because Taoism was a precursor in a lot of ways because the ultimate goal of Taoism uh, well not ultimate goal, but one of the goals of Taoism is increased longevity if not immortality. and so they broke the body up into these meridians through which different kinds of energy flows and the idea that these meridians could be either redirected or interrupted if they were off balance made sense to the people who came up with that a long long time ago i mean we're we are talking about millennia a in the past long time ago. yeah now as for who first started it i don't think anybody has the actual answer to that <laughs> like the individual but it does make logical sense To block these meridians, if you fall in line with, like for example, qigong. Qigong is is a a form of uh, Taoist teachings that is also considered pseudoscience. I actually know somebody. I met somebody uh, at Podfest, oddly enough, who uh, they had a heart attack from heavy drugs when they were like eighteen. Wow, And they rehabilitated themselves through Qigong and they swear by it and they teach it now. Um, And it's a very fascinating story. So, yeah, highly recommend. In fact, we might even put a link to that on on the Patreon or something like his channel or or his book. Um, Really interesting stuff. Where I'm going with this, though, is these practices have helped people for a very long period of time, even though they don't fall in line with the scientific method. And the idea of subdermally blocking these meridians makes good sense. And if you look at these Qigong charts, at these uh, traditional Chinese medicine charts and, and what these meridians are associated with, they're very, very, very different from the way we tend to think of the, the typical organs and how they function. Now, the superficial aspects, the tissues, you know, skin and muscle and bones and joints and all that, that is all directly in line. But then you end up with other aspects, like, for example, uh, the heart and liver, they're a little different in Qigong than your traditional heart and liver. In fact, uh, the fellow I was talking about, he even distinguishes between like the organs and the Qigong equivalent with like an uppercase and a lowercase when he's talking about them. So Mm. that's kind of an important thing to uh, uh, point out. Now, I will say scientifically, if you pierce someone, (laughs) they're going to produce endorphins, and endorphins tend to create a feeling of well-being, and they're also going to uh, produce adenosine. And adenosine is a very fascinating compound that, you know, people don't really talk uh, a whole lot about, but it's, uh, it's used in a lot of things throughout the body. In fact, it's actually a derivative of uh, DNA itself, but it can be used to equalize, increase, or decrease, for example, um, uh, heart rate. It's even used purer, like on its own, intravenously, to treat like arrhythmia, for example. So it's, it's something that has a pronounced notable effect on different things, including one of the things that me and Alex might be interested in, acupuncture over, uh, things like asthma. Yeah. So the combination of adenosine release and endorphins release could account for some, not all, some of, of the effects that we're actually seeing. But I've seen some really interesting studies regarding um, acupuncture. This, this was a long time ago. But one of the most interesting ones, this was, I mean, I, I think we've talked about this in regular conversations, but never on the podcast. But, you know, the opioid epidemic has been huge in the United States. In yeah. southeastern Kentucky, where I'm originally from, it's especially uh, detrimental well, there have been studies where acupuncture has been tested to see how it affects uh, a person's response to pain and then compare that to, say, opioids. Like, uh, shoot, what's the one? Um, hmm? Nafrazone? Naloxone, uh, N- I think. Something like that. Yeah. Um, it's been uh, like sort of tested against that, and it's been pretty interesting because some of those conclusions – uh, from, from some of these tests like that one, it showed that obviously acupuncture isn't comparable to an opioid, but it can function well enough uh, with regard to pain alleviation that it can actually be used as a substitute. And I can tell you one thing. I don't like needles, but I'd much rather use something like that than something that's highly addictive, like an opioid, if, if given the opportunity.
0: I'm I'm glad that you don't want to use opioids James. I want, no, I like for me the reason that I got into acupuncture just in general mm-hmm. is because I I and I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast but I've had fertility issues. I've had a number of pregnancy losses. And my doctor, I was very surprised. My OB, like they couldn't get to the bottom of why I was having so many miscarriages. Mm. And so one day she goes, you know, I have had some patients who have gone and gotten acupuncture and then had a successful pregnancy. I don't know if that's actually going to work for you, but it's something you could try. And I was like, ah, sounds crazy, right? Like mm-hmm. how can getting acupuncture help me? And so – I started looking into it and I was like you know what I'll try I'll try anything at this point so I gave it yeah. a try and after I started you know it obviously it worked because I've got a, another kid now
2: yeah
0: but yeah, um, missed an
2: opportunity should have named him Pinhead <laughs> oh,
0: <there you> go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, funny enough, I'm actually in the process of making him a a, a Patrick Star costume for daycare for Halloween, mm. <laughs> and it makes me think of that little. Is, oh, Who you call
2: Oh man, that's Please one of the best, best episodes. In, you know, <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is one of the we best episodes.
0: <laughs> but my one thing that my acupuncturist actually says is that if you were to talk to like a traditional Chinese healer, mm. they Basically, call what I get boutique acupuncture. It's not actually, uh, you know, real. So, if, if, do you know anything about the difference between boutique versus quote unquote real acupuncture, James?
2: Uh, well, I, I do think that the more traditional approach, again, the whole TCM approach, which I will also warn people, there are pseudoscientific elements of TCM that should be avoided or at the very least approached with severe caution. And, and in my opinion, if you're seeing a Western-style physician and they're saying don't do X, Y, or Z in relation with, you know, TCM, I'm more inclined to believe the physician over TCM. That being said, the traditionalist uh, schools of thought and, – and by the way, there's Japanese and Korean and Vietnamese and a whole bunch of other variations. I know that the Koreans, for example, they, they put a lot more work on, like, the hand. They think a lot more meridians run through the hand. But uh, – A lot of it evolved from Wuxing. So Wuxing, I was talking before about uh, Taoism, is it's the idea of sort of five elements corresponding to different organs, which in turn feed different meridians throughout the body. And these elements, there's five. It's different from the the Greco-Roman school that we brought up with, you know, earth, air, fire, water. Instead, it's uh, water, wood, um, fire, metal, and earth. Hmm. And so studying the five elements and how they relate to these organs and how those organs relate to organ systems, uh, that, that plays a big role. And another thing that I've, I've seen just from talking to a handful of people who mm, either practice or dabble in acupuncture, I do think that the more traditional schools of thought, they do make more use of other things like like different herbs, for example, Um, either either combusting the herbs, or in fact, I I know a lot of them use uh, mugwort, funny enough, which we've talked about at length, because I like mugwort for (laughs) lucid dreaming. But uh, they use different herbs and uh, different uh, methods that don't necessarily directly correspond with just acupuncture itself. You know, there's, there's cupping, there's I uh, yep. I can't think of what that's called where they scrape you with like a piece of horn that, you know, scrapes the muscle, which that I've heard very mixed things about. I, I know some bodybuilders who have used it. Gar- Guasher, I've something I've never like heard that. of that
0: before. It,
2: yeah. it it's, looks really, really unpleasant and it feels really unpleasant from what I've heard and I've I've seen a lot of bodybuilders, for example, get it done, and they get called out on it for promoting pseudoscience. But um, there's even connections with uh, Chinese astrology and the more traditional components of uh, of TCM, and that extends to um, acupuncture itself. So, for example, there might be certain days like where you know wood is a dominant element. And corresponds to a person's horoscope where they might get a different treatment than they would, you know, 70 days prior to that. So different things like that correspond to it. And I would argue that if something's working for you, then it's working for you. And it shouldn't be relevant whether they're burning mugwort or if they went to a school where they they learned, you know, the the wu elements as long as it's working. That's my take on it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's a very interesting thing because you're right it is kind of a, a pseudoscience, but it worked for me and I know other people that it's worked for at least yeah. within yeah. my my life and what I needed. My one thing is that if you do consider going to get acupuncture, dear listener, make sure it's from somebody who's reputable. You need to mm-hmm. find somebody that you trust and sometimes the cheapest option you can find is not the one you want to go
2: with. I can't imagine going on Yelp and finding the cheapest thing that involves needles and saying, that's for me.
0: That's for me. Well, I, you know, I have two friends who've tried it before and they they had negative experiences. Both of them got sick and then I asked them, you know, not sick, I guess I shouldn't say. They both just basically had a panic attack in the middle of their first session and then oh. that was that. Yeah. Um, and th- you know, once you have a panic attack in the middle of the session, you're like, okay, I'm done.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, it's funny, you know, endorphin release can go either way in that respect, depending on your, your mindset, how you feel.
0: Yeah. Mm. I think that if you go into it and you're just absolutely terrified, you're probably not going to like it too much. You do have to go right. into it with a very open mind for my particular issues that I went for. It was also accompanied with herbs, um, ah. which James, you, I know that you mentioned a moment ago, there were herbs and then also. Um, I had to change my diet. I went on uh, on a, a adjusted my diet accordingly, which I think also just helped with everything that I was doing. Mm-hmm. But no, I think that I would recommend acupuncture. I think that it's something that people should give a try for, especially if you've got anxiety. Because I've heard I, I've got a lot of friends who've done it for anxiety, mm-hmm. and it's helped tremendously as James yeah. kind of explained well, how that again, works.
2: Massage and therapy are both very helpful and they're both pseudosciences too.
0: So James, so, so you would give acupuncture a try if needed? Whew.
2: I suppose it would, it would, I'd really have to need it though. <laughs>
0: you've, yeah, you've got, the thing is that, that helped me get through it. Cause I was absolutely terrified the first time I went, but I was also just like, I need help with this one thing in my uh-huh. life. So yeah. I think that that's probably why it worked for me. But my acupuncturist, she's so wonderful. She taps at the same time that she puts the needle in.
1: She's tap dancing.
0: <laughs> tap that's dancing she while she does it. No, <laughs> she taps your skin while she does it. So you don't even feel the needle go in. Hmm. So again, you've got to find somebody who knows what the heck they are doing.
2: Hmm. But, oh, good deal. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I didn't say it earlier. Um, I should have. Name dropped um, the fill-in question that I was talking about earlier. His name is Chris Shelton, and uh, yeah, he's a Qigong practitioner. So mm-hmm. you can check out his channel, Chris Shelton, on YouTube, or you can check out his books uh, at sheltonchigong.com.
0: Way to go, Chris.
2: Yeah. I did what? not know it was going to be name dropping because, again, there's no prompt for – I had no idea this is what we were going to be talking about.
0: Yep. <laughs> Alex, do you have any questions for Sir James?
2: Um,
1: no, I mean, knowing about the endorphins makes a lot of sense when you get <laughs> pierced by the by the needle james. james why, don't you, why don't you, we'll do a video for our patron exclusive. Where I get to do it to you. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> Christ. Oh, that's the scariest thing I've ever heard on this show.
0: <laughs> if you were to go and do it, what would you be treating, James? Would it be oh, your mm. – yeah, what would you want to go to change?
2: Um, Probably insomnia, even though I've got that way more under control this year. It'd still be nice to treat it.
0: You should try some – do you try magnesium for that?
2: I do, actually, and it does help a lot. Yeah. yeah I, I actually take magnesium, zinc, and add aden- I can't remember what it's called. It's its one thing, but it's for sleep and muscle building.
0: Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And dear listener, James suffers from insomnia. He's suffered from insomnia since we were back in our screenwriting Oh, lives.
2: I've suffered from insomnia since I was like three.
0: Yep. So – <laughs> Goodness gracious! Yeah, ZMA
2: is what they call it, but I can't think of what the A stands for.
0: Mm. Alex, what would you go and get your acupuncture for?
2: Mm. I
1: don't know. You say it's pretty relaxing, so I just to relax will be nice,
2: peace of quiet. I had to look it up. Aspartame.
0: As- aspartame. Yeah. Interesting. Not
2: aspartame. <laughs> Aspartate.
0: Yeah, don't take that aspartame. <laughs> So you would do it just to relax. I think yeah. it could also help your lower back pain. Oh,
1: and I have asthma too. We
0: talk, yeah. So that would help. <laughs> yeah, supposedly. Yeah. Oh, it kills me, Alex. He's got like his lower back. He'll just like twist, and it'll make all the pop, 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 pop
2: noises. Uh, man, I see again. I love. I gotta get a massage like once a month. Um, oh, in fact, I'm actually I need to getting. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I love massage.
0: I didn't realize you went so often.
2: Yeah, I love a massage.
0: Okay, so so James' thing is massages. Mine is acupuncture. And Alex's, um, he just got a-, a He's a, a
1: renegade. S- <laughs>
0: He just got a Steam Deck, right? Is that what it's called?
1: Yeah. Steam Deck. So uh, that's his. Uh... CC got it for me for my
0: birthday. Yeah. Happy oh, birthday, nice. by the way. Because today's your birthday. Today's your birthday. This episode's coming out on your birthday. Oh, happy, birthday. happy birthday. Happy yeah, birthday.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you all, thank you so much for listening to this Patreon exclusive episode, aka also everybody episode, because we wanted to put something out on our regular Thursday since we released our episode early this week. Yeah. So. Is there anything <laughs> you guys want to add before we say or even
1: Before we say Arriva Derchi. Yeah. Um, stay safe out there, people.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, wow, here with all of the. Yeah.
1: Uh, all the
2: wisdom.
0: Yeah, all the Staying
2: new to your pet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: All right, you guys. Until next week, we hope that you can
2: keep, keep it straight